This is In the Know for Wednesday, July 27, the 208th day of 2022. There are 157 days left in the year. Good morning, MD, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know coming up today. We will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Get ready for more rain moving through the area today. We need it. We'll tell you about how much we'll get. And we'll have today's water cooler question. It will be your chance to win. Prove you're the smartest person around the water cooler. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the no, settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, it's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Pretty well. We were talking about, uh, we were casually talking about books yesterday. Mm-hmm. You've been on the middle of... Uh, big uh, summer reading program yeah do you i think i know the answer to this do you pick up books or magazines thinking you'll read them but then you don't no like i you seem to be if you get a book you yes. seem to be committed at that point even if i don't care for it so the uh, you also mentioned sudoku yesterday yes and i learned just in the last 24 hours that if you're a person who picks up books or magazines thinking you'll read them but they just sit on your desk that's the practice of sundoku not Sudoku, but soon, like S-U-N, Doku. But okay. you, you don't practice that, right? I do not. You, you, no. pick, a, you pick a book, you're, you're yes. committed. Even if I don't care for it, I will finish it. I got it. You got to, you're dedicated. Over there in chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back to Grayson County Ag Agent, Miss Whitney Carmen. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Glad to be Good here. to see you. I'm sorry I was absent last week. That's okay. And uh, but glad you're here, and more importantly, glad you're not at jury duty today. <laughs> I know, right? Hopefully we're, <laughs> hopefully we're more fun than that. Yes. I would also take it as an example, as a testament, you are here today, which means you did not win Mega Millions last night. I'm really disappointed that I did not. Did, but I guess you have to play to win. I you know, do exactly. think you have to own a ticket. But uh, last night was $790 million, but now the next drawing, which I presume will be this weekend, will be... The number will start with a B. I know. It's in be over a billion dollars, which will be, I think, the third highest lottery in American history. But uh, you think you'll pick up a ticket I might. for this weekend? I might. And if I'm not here next week, you all know where I'm at. We'll know why. <laughs> well, it could be. It could go either way. You could either be at Travel Ball or yeah, yeah. you could be at uh, spending your new billion dollars. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. I, th- I think that I would like to think that if I were to win it, I would give away a whole lot of it. And I would still try to, you know, as you saw the, the meme, it says people won't know if I've won, but there will be signs. And it was mm-hmm. like the big old piece of baloney. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm There's some, be some speculation yeah. at least. Hey, so I heard you all talking professionally about master gardener before mm-hmm. the show i also have a selfish question before i forget okay. those soil testers that you buy that you stick in the ground that the have probes. the prongs mm-hmm. can they be relied upon or do i need to bring soil to you you, you need to bring me. soil to okay. me all right yeah i thought it maybe was one of those <laughs> tricks because i saw it like you can just stick it in the soil sample and it tells you it'll like, give gives you, you a, a roundabout but i i would rely on the science of our soil sample or our soil techniques at the lab so okay. please send it in all right very good uh, i i won't i won't trust some 
you know, something as seen on TV that you see. I'll trust I'll trust you with my with my soil samples. Hey, Rounds, I know you raised your hands. You were raising the roof when I mentioned yes. rain because you and the people you represent are desperately in need of rain. And we may uh, we may see some uh, localized flooding, may see some heavy rain. We're under a flood watch technically until 7 o'clock tonight. Rounds of rain are going to continue through Friday morning. Now, more specifically, I believe Grayson County to be in the uh, southwestern corner of the potential flood watch area. I think areas east of I-65 are more likely to get what I'm calling today the St. Louis rain. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've seen the news in the last 24 hours and you see what happened in St. Louis and Missouri and you know it's moving our way, it is more likely to occur east of I-65 to where the flooding might go. But that means that Grayson County may potentially be in the sweet spot where we get some heavy downpours, but we get it at a rate that we might be able to retain it rather than it just hit the ground and run off. Because, Whitney, I presume we need long soaking rains to really be beneficial. Yeah, we really do. And I was actually, I think I've got a friend that's in St. Louis, and they showed pictures of how quick that came. And so, you know, those those rains, while I'm glad that we get them, they just kind of run off. And so we need something that's going to soak the ground. They eventually end up in the lakes. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, they can be beneficial in ways after you get through the pains sure. of the flooding. But our farmers and our landscapes and our lawns, need long, slow, soaking rains. They, they need the soaker hose mm-hmm. for several days to really be able to retain that water. I also think you know it's already clouded up this morning after a few uh, brief areas of sunshine a couple of hours ago. I believe late morning into early afternoon to be the majority of the rainfall today here in our neck of the woods. Scattered thunderstorms, 60% chance today, a high of 88. Thunderstorms, rain chance at 70%. And 73 overnight, 86 tomorrow is the anticipated high. And uh, we'll have a cold front move through on Friday. Then you know, basically at least a chance of rain through next uh, Wednesday. So if you don't get some today, probably get some tomorrow. If you don't get some tomorrow, you might get some on Saturday. And we'll try to get everybody a little soaking rain. Today we are supposed to get more news on the American economy. U.S. economy continues to send Mixed signals, and it's uh, confusing. The U.S. economy is caught in an awkward, painful place, and it's confusing. Growth appears to be sputtering. Home sales are tumbling. And economists warn of a potential recession ahead. And just like I said yesterday or day before, the White House is going to try to redefine what recession is, and they did. They sent one of those guys with an easel and a pointer yesterday and said, well, (laughs) two quarters of downturn is not technically a recession. No, but that's the agreed-upon definition that we've been dealing with for years and years and years. So no matter what you want to call it, it is concerning. And the Fed is hoping to pull off what I saw described as the triple axle of central banking. You know, figure skaters say they pulled off the triple axle. It's not easy to do. They're trying to slow the economy just enough to curb inflation without causing a recession. And many economists doubt the Fed can manage that, which is kind of a soft landing is what they're trying to describe it as. So... Keep our fingers crossed. Yesterday in Washington, it was the return to Washington for POTUS 45. It was Donald Trump's first visit to Washington, D.C. since he left there uh, in uh, January of 2021. There were in this deepening rivalry between he and former Vice President Mike Pence. They each gave speeches in Washington yesterday at uh, two different bodies in different locations. 
Vice President Pence trying to encourage people to move on. Former President Trump trying to dwell in the past as much as possible. Um, I mean, really, really playing the martyr card uh, as as much, even more even more so, especially in light of the the recent January six deals. I have seen some interesting polling. You know, there group of Republicans that want Trump back and hope that nothing but Trump 2024 happens. I, uh, again, like to point out, voted for Donald Trump twice, didn't caucus for him. I didn't vote for him in the Repu- in the Republican primary, but two opportunities to vote for him for president, I did. But I will tell you, I hope Donald Trump is not the only Republican who can do some of the leadership things that Donald Trump did as president. And so I'm ready. I'm ready to. I am ready to move on. Like, I, show me someone who can lead with similar principles. But show me someone who is more genuine than I believe him to be. I understand you may, you know, you may differ. You may think that everything he says is 100% truth with 100% candor. I believe that to be hogwash. There are just some things he wants us to believe he is that I just know is like you're 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 not that. You're not a conservative Christian. Right. No, ma- no matter what you want to tell me you are, you're not a conservative Christian. But I do uh, on defense, on economic policy, on all those things. But Donald Trump didn't invent those things. Right. Right. Those, those are principles that other people, those, that's a playbook that other people can run. And I, by the way, this is not a bring me Mike Pence. I'm not necessarily for Mike Pence. I'm just ready. I would rather move forward rather than dwell in the past. Looking forward to 2024, Russia says they're out of the International Space Station. I saw that. After 2024, which, you know, in my simple mind, I hear that and go, oh, great. We're going to have to change the locks. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it more of a... Are they going to do different things? You know, they're going to do their own. NASA you know, this, is doing their thing. Well, and- NASA says we can operate this by ourselves mm-hmm. for a while, but then it makes you wonder: Well, who are we going to partner with? Someone else? This is a post Cold War era partnership. After the Cold War, even though the tensions between the countries have been escalated at various times and they've been more docile at various times, it has always kind of been like, well, in space we seem to get along. Mm-hmm. Until now, because Russia says, well, if you're going to you're going to throw sanctions at us, we can't be your friends in space. And we were like, well, if you're going to attack, attack Ukraine, we don't want to live with you on the International Space Station. Camp out over. Yeah. Go get your own get your own uh, treehouse to play in. Well, and, and so are they, they going to focus on some different things? I think we're trying to get to Mars and I think we're trying to go back to the moon and all of that. So, I, yeah, it should be interesting. They're going to try to build their own space station and then they'll try to weaponize it. And then we'll try to weaponize the ISS that we have right now. And this is just the space race. That's just what this is just the next rounds of exploration. And that's mm-hmm. just likely going to happen. But does anybody know a locksmith that works in outer mm-hmm. space? I don't <laughs> Because we can't, we can't. They're smart enough. They, might they can give, probably. They our, might, our people are smart enough. They can figure it out. They might give us their keys. Yeah. But I don't trust they didn't go to Future Designs and like have a key made. Yeah. Like copy ones. <laughs> like we're gonna keep one back before Just we in case. before we turn these in. <laughs> a Litchfield woman has been injured in a single vehicle accident on Brandenburg Road. It happened overnight, about one o'clock. LPD, EMS, uh, GCSO, LFD responded to 1017 Brandenburg Road. They found a Ford Focus being driven by 47-year-old Jill Clemens, left the roadway, traveled into a ditch line, and briefly on a sidewalk before striking a culvert. 
She was transported to uh, Owensboro Health Twin Lakes with non-life-threatening injuries. A Hodgenville man has been charged in the overdose death of a man he allegedly sold drugs to. The Nelson County Sheriff's Office says that deputies on Saturday responded to a residence on Leslie Clark Road. It's uh, near New Haven. They found 37-year-old James Boone uh, deceased. He had died of a drug overdose. Then on Monday, they developed information that led the uh, Greater Hardin County Narcotics Task Force to obtain a search warrant for a residence in New Haven where they found 42-year-old Michael Downs, the person who who they believe sold Boone the drugs that he overdosed on. They finally did arrest him. He was detained, interviewed, and arrested and charged with second-degree manslaughter. I don't know how often this happens where you're able to charge someone who sold lethal drugs to someone who overdosed and died and charged them with manslaughter. But my guess is it's something that that would we look for ways to deter drug dealers and drug traffickers. Mm-hmm. I would think manslaughter and potential, you know, murder charges could potentially at least give some people some pause, or at least you would hope. ECTC's respiratory care program was recognized by the Commission on Accreditation for Respiratory Care. You know, their friends call it COARC. To receive the President's Award for Excellence in Credentialing Success. In March last year, ECTC's respiratory care program successfully achieved its second reaccreditation since the program started in 2009 and implemented an 18-month completion status in the spring of 2022 and have been rewarded for their efforts. So congratulations to them for the accolades they are receiving. I don't know about you, but the last several weeks I have enjoyed seeing gasoline prices go down, and I hear the, how low can you go? How low can you go? <laughs> I saw high, though, compared. They are. Yeah. 365 is what I, a number I saw, a walking-around number, as I call it, yesterday. I don't know... If that's, you know, across the community, I don't know. I just, I saw yesterday 365, which is a long way from, I never paid $5. No. Or more. I I have, but recently, and and it wasn't, it wasn't here, um, but it never went, I never saw it go any of the places that I traveled above $4.99. It crept up there, and I think the most I paid was about $4.92, and that was... Uh, near Sparta, mm-hmm. uh, Kentucky. And so, but since then, it's kind of subsided and it's fallen back to 365. And it makes you wonder well, will it, can six straight weeks prices have fallen? They believe they will fall for the seventh week. There's nothing, there's nothing that predictors think right now can change that because oil is still trading below $100 a barrel, which means that for the seventh week, prices should continue to fall just a bit. Now, depending upon this economic news, if the economy, it's weird, if the economy is still good, oil may rally and go above $100 a barrel, and so you may see gasoline prices tick back up. But if the economic news that we're getting this week is bad, you may still see oil trade further below $100 a barrel. Also keep an eye on the tropics. When hurricane season ramps up, you get tropical storms that move through, and they have to scuttle operations on the drilling platforms. That's one thing. Okay, temporary, they evacuate people. They didn't get any damage. They go back online. But pay attention to the Gulf Coast, because when storms hit the Gulf Coast and damage refineries, 
It's got to go from the drilling platform. It's got to come inland to the refinery. It's got to get in a pipeline or on a truck and find its way to your gasoline tank somehow. So you want to keep an eye on all of the various checkpoints in the supply chain for gasoline, and all of those things can be disruptors. So pray, pray for a quiet late summer and early fall in the Gulf it's of Mexico. It's been quiet so far. So I don't know. We'll see. I hope you didn't just... I hope I didn't either. Because listen, I'm taking a trip in October, so I hope it's. I'm going to ask you about vacation planning next segment. So I'm looking forward to to your input. Charles Booker apparently will be the only Democrat speaking at Fancy Farm next month. Interesting. The governor had already sent regrets for he and the first lady because they're going to Israel on a mission trip. So. Okay. Yeah, that sounds exciting. I think before before life on Earth is complete, I'd like to go to that part of the world as well. Me as um, well. Lieutenant Governor Jacqueline Coleman, she has bowed out. she got something else that's going on with her. But she says she will be in western Kentucky in early August to talk about some of the great things that uh, Team Kentucky are doing. That's, that one sounds a little bit like a dodge. But I also don't I also don't blame them because there are just so many Republicans vying for certain things. This is the season of the Republican primary. Charles Booker is not going to defeat Rand Paul, but I admire him willing to go and stand up there and deliver his message and I think I think that's wonderful. But also it's very hard to find if you outside of the governor and lieutenant governor I mean Morgan McGarvey is going to get the seat that John Yarmouth is Mm-hmm. is leaving but the congressional delegation except for soon to be morgan mcgarvey is republican all the constitutional officers are republicans and so there's just not a lot to get overly excited about at fancy farm except for those people who are jockeying for the upper hand in the republican gubernatorial primary so we'll uh, we'll see but charles booker will be there if you're on team team booker make your way to fancy farm Whitney, a quarter horse is a is what a fourth of a thoroughbred? Yes, is that? I think that's right. I, I kind of stabbed at that, but I, I think that's right. Part of me th- told me that's right. I don't know. I have to go back to my animal science book. <laughs> they are building a. Does your animal science book have some dust on it? Um, you it's know, collected a little dust, uh, a little bit, but I use it more than you think. Okay, well that's good. good. In your line of work, I would hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to refer to the manual. <laughs> I like that. Uh, the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission has awarded a license for a new facility with plans to offer quarter horse racing in the state. Revolutionary Racing will build in Ashland and feature an American quarter horse sprint racing track and a historical horse racing facility. Okay, so, by the way, so a sprint track, this mm-hmm. means straight line racing. This is not oval racing. Right. This is your old-timey, you know, this is your drag racing of old days. You know, before you would line up your two Mustangs. <laughs> That's right. You would line up your Mustangs That's and you right. would race to see which one was, uh, see which one could outrun the other one. Right. So they're going to build a sprint track. It is a fresh, yeah. So they're going to, they're going to build a sprint track. Mm-hmm. That will, I would imagine, run seasonally or like mm-hmm. Friday nights or you all have the drag strip over in Brett we County. We do, and I hear the, it every they, weekend. <laughs> they may run on Friday nights and Saturday nights. But really what this is about, this is about the parlor, mm-hmm. right? They want the historical mm-hmm. racing game parlor that mm-hmm. will run seven days a week for long hours, and then they will run their sprint races 
seasonally and and they and, think that's an easier sell in Boyd County. Well, and the quarter part of it is is that and I think a Someone commented about it, and it's true. They can run a quarter mile faster than most horses, I think. So, gotcha. yeah, they're very, they're known for their sprinting. I don't know. Quarter horses are my, you know, if I'm going to choose a horse, that, those are my favorite. Isn't that the most common here in Kentucky? It, I mean, well, yes. Your, I mean, your they, people, if you have a horse on your farm, isn't it more likely a quarter horse? Or I, some sort, yeah. I don't I, have I any family members with thoroughbreds. I don't either. Okay. And, and I think a lot of... My friends that had horses, they either had the the quarter horses or the ones they used for the barrels and the poles and the, you know, those types of activities. And I don't know anything about the horse industry, so I'm not the person to ask. But those are my favorite if I'm going to get one. Your facial expression changed when I said I don't have family members that have thoroughbreds. Is that not true? It is not true. Okay. Sorry. Well, I mean, they're... Yes. You'll tell me during the break? They're family by proxy. I yeah, mean, I mean, I got it. I yeah. mean, yeah, I got it. Okay, so. Yeah. I don't have any family that has thoroughbreds. But, but not necessarily racing thoroughbreds. They're thoroughbreds, um, but not necessarily some racing have thoroughbreds. Been. Okay, all right. Now, my right. Best, one of my best friends, her husband and her own a thoroughbred, but really? uh, they're not family. <laughs> huh. Maybe one of these days I can get in. I can be like a one... One 128th owner of a racing thoroughbred, <laughs> so I can go to owner's circle at Churchill yeah. Downs and be like highfalutin and all that stuff. So there you go. All right. I think you're all caught up. we got plenty more on the way, though. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Scotch Day. Thanks. Not Scotch Tape. Yeah, they got Scotch. It's Take Your House Plants for a Walk Day today. <laughs> Did you load up your gorilla cart? Uh, you can take yeah. your house plants for a walk? Maybe some of the smaller ones would fit in there, but you've seen these monsters. It's Chicken Finger Day today. You do have some monster house plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Chicken Finger Day today, and it is also Bagpipe Bag Appreciation Day, <laughs> day today. Now, I tried to soften the blow a little bit by getting bagpipes playing We Will Rock You by Queen. Does that make you like the bagpipes any better? I, I don't. They I, don't bother me. I mean, for any length of time, they would grate <laughs> my nerves. Bad. Yeah, they're. I mean, I, 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 I swear to love them, but I think my love for them would be a little bit short lived. I mean, I like kn- the skirts and all. But yeah. that's well, about I was it. gonna say. I mean, I can. We listen to like. There's some groups that have them, like they're the Irish. We listen to them around St. Patrick's Day. But that's about the only time we listen to them. That's right. They're not a 12 month a year instrument. No. I think they're a seasonal, a seasonal <laughs> instrument. But that's like I say that about a lot of things. I love Zydeco for about two minutes. Yes, I, you know, like, mm-hmm. like but when you're in New Orleans, old. that's you know, in there, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Right. There, yeah, there's a time and place now, for everything. Look, listen, my grandmother can get back. She love that's her favorite music. She loves New Orleans and loves being you know loves oh, that's that cool. that you know that genre. And she she can she loves it. That's so. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love mariachi bands. But not for a very long time. But only while I'm eating guacamole and chips, you know. I just <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear them. Yeah. I don't want to hear them like 24 hours a day. You mentioned travel. Do you? You've got big travel plans, and well, in in, at least you're daydreaming about travel. Well, I wouldn't call it big dreams, but I, we are <laughs> going to take a little trip. I think in, during fall break. Are you the vacation planner of the household? Are you kidding me? Yes. Yeah. I, Actually, I, I, I say presumed. That. But. I am, but. My husband is very good at tri- or planning trips whenever he gets the idea that he wants to do it. He's the one that will say, hey, let's go next weekend. And I'm like, ooh, I got to plan it out. You know, so I, he's, see. I have to do the planning. He has the idea and I have to plan it. So he's the, but he's the spontaneous oh, traveler and you're sure. the long game traveler. Mm-hmm. 
A new survey says Americans are better vacation planners than the British. (laughs) Well, yeah, for one, they got it wrong. They call it holiday. Like, no, holidays are Easter and Thanksgiving and Christmas and vacation is vacation. But they say, oh, I'm on on holiday. I kind of like that. You do? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. What if I started using that? You'd fit in well. I mean, I am the person who wants to answer the phone as ahoy. So I can see where (laughs) calling it vacation or calling it holiday would be okay. But interesting. American vacationers claim they wouldn't dream of packing the night before. 63% admit to doing exactly that compared to 57% of British tourists. And British tourists are far more laid back on holiday than Americans are on vacation. Are you a night before packer or a day of packer? My son leaves for church camp today. (laughs) And I've been packing his backpack for a week. Mm. So I started about a week out. It sounds familiar. There's your answer. I can usually set my calendar. Look, we're traveling in 14 days. So four days from now, the luggage will come out and get scattered various places around the house. It's true. It just happens. I also am a chronic overpacker. Oh, me too. And I hate it. I have tried to pare down from years past, but now that I have a toddler, it's crept back up. That's where the last minute gets me. So I do well. I start out a week ahead of time, and I do well. But then it gets down to crunch time, like zipping it up, and I think, oh, but what if I need this? Or, oh, what if I need that? Mm -hmm. Or, oh. And it gets My husband's like, there's a store where we're going. If you need something, we can get it. (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, you have this tendency, not just you. I think I, I certainly have it, but maybe yours is a little more pronounced. As the lid to the suitcase is closing, closing you start kind of knocking things mm-hmm. like, like at the store, <laughs> knocking things into the shopping cart. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it's probably in there. Mm-hmm. Will it zip? Yeah. Okay, let's go. So oftentimes he will ask us like in the vehicle after we've, you know, Already gotten started. Yeah, got down the road just a little bit. He's like, Does everybody have everything that we cannot buy once we get there? Mm-hmm. Well, but I if mean, you're going to somewhere like Disney World, you can have that stuff Amazoned in. So yes. I mean, there really is nothing right that you know. Now, yeah. unless you're going out in the middle of nowhere, guilty, now that's not guilty where we're going. Yes. Yeah. in that regard. Yeah. If you want maybe a new location that I'll bet you've never been to, to add to your, this would probably be a driving trip, Chestnut Hill, Tennessee, is feature is now home to. The Bush Beans Visitor Center, and they have the world's most beautiful bean museum Okay, at the Bush's Visitor Center in Chestnut Hill, Tennessee. I didn't realize Bush Beans, I didn't know they had a dog as their mascot, yeah. um, and I knew they say, that's roll that beautiful bean footage, like I know that slogan, but I didn't realize they had ties to Tennessee. I didn't either. It's kind of like your Mountain Dew place too right you know it's another you one of those do, you, could you could do the check tour it off your list you could do that you could do the double or you know a lot of us will a lot of us drive to the panhandle mm-hmm. to you know for our beach vacations different times of the year you mm-hmm. could just detour through chestnut hill to the world's most beautiful bean museum although i would caution you on the samples it's a long <laughs> way to the beach from chestnut yeah. hill tennessee you might want to unless you know Maybe roll the windows partial the way down yeah. on your way down I sixty five until you get to two thirty one or three thirty one or whichever route that uh. you you may take. Yesterday we learned that the sad news that the Choco Taco is being retired. 
Whitney, had you heard, had you learned this? I had heard that, and I, a friend of mine posted that. You know, they're like, well, haven't had this to 2000, since 2007, but I'm still offended that they're getting rid of it. I don't even so. know what it is. You don't, you don't know the Choco Taco? No. So it's it's made by Klondike, and Klondike, instead of just their Klondike bar, they've got a Choco Taco, which it's uh, cone, ice it? cream wrapped in a waffle cone fashioned like a taco, shaped like a taco, and then I think at least half of it is dipped in chocolate, mm-hmm. so it's got kind of an open end, and okay. so it's it's a, it, it's pretty good. But we learned that Klondike says they're on the Choco Taco, and I don't understand why. It's the waffle. Because if they're still making their Klondike bars, they've still got the chocolate and the ice cream. It must mm-hmm. be something with the waffle cone they've got to... Well, so that begs the list of the 10 best ice cream treats from a truck. Mm. Now, I mentioned a couple of days ago. I know what mine is. I don't think of the, I I, I mentioned, I think of, when I hear the ice cream truck music, I think (laughs) of Eddie Murphy because of of Raw. Because we didn't have ice cream, cream trucks. The closest thing to ice cream trucks we had was going to the ballpark and whatever ice cream they had in the concession stand. That was the closest thing we got because out in the rural parts, the ice mm-hmm. cream truck just didn't come by, and you certainly couldn't stop in the middle of the road. So there's oh, what the Choco there it Taco is. looks okay. like. I've, I've never seen this. Okay, so it's going away. Klondike says, what would you do for a Choco Taco? Nothing, because you're <laughs> not going to get one, so eat the Klondike bar. The 10 best ice cream treats from a truck ranked at 10, the snow cone. Yeah. Snow cone, pretty traditional. I mean, pretty like mm-hmm. self-explanatory. Cook Ranch Shaved Ice gives you your best version. At number nine, the Fudge Pop. Again, kind of simple, straightforward. Fudge Pop, nothing fancy about it. Here, have your Fudge Pop. You know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. We both agree. We all agree on those. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. Yeah. At number eight, the Chocolate Eclair Bar. Is that the thing that's covered in... Like toffee it's, it's or a, something? Yeah, no, it's a. Um, I know what it is. Like no, I don't want to ruin it, yeah, but crumble. it's strawberry sibling is on the list later. Oh, so it's okay. on a stick and you got the yeah. strawberry on the outside. Well, this is just chocolate instead. Mm-hmm. So it's the crumble. It's an eclair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And number seven, the king cone. Is that like a it's drumstick? It's a c- combo of vanilla, the sugariest cone you'll find. The frozen chocolate topping and peanut drizzle is a great combo. Yeah, so this is what we know regionally as the drumstick, which I'm a big fan of. Mm. Love, love. My drumsticks. kids like those. Yeah. Now I do like the ones. I like the ones that are rounded on top. I won't. I won't pass on the ones that are just flattened, where you peel the top off and mm-hmm. then it's in. It's in, in the, the cylinder. Well, in the oh, yeah. cylindrical one, and you roll it away. I do like the rounded top of the of the actual drumstick brand. At number six, the strawberry shortcake bar from Good Humor. I do like those. I know a six year old. She loves strawberry, but then when you hand her the strawberry bar, she says, "Uh uh-uh, uh," because it's <laughs> real not, strawberry. She will not touch. <laughs> she that. wants the strawberry <laughs> nope. flavoring. She doesn't want the, the strawberry. Now, to be clear, I don't mind the strawberry uh, shortcake bar being on there. I'm not a real. I like that one. Fruit is ice cream kind of guy. Like, ice cream kind of ice cream. Fruit needs to be on its own list. Mm-hmm. The firecracker pop. That's, yeah, yeah. Red, white, and blue popsicle. Yeah. Summer classic. Not much says summer like the firecracker. The Klondike bar is at number four or any other chocolate-coated ice cream bar. 
<laughs> at number three, the Choco Taco. So Klondike's got the number four and the number three entries. Hmm. At number two, straight up ice cream sandwich. <laughs> I knew it was going to be up there. Yeah. Because well, okay, so I don't eat ice cream. Like, rarely. I don't eat it often. This week you do. But I have been craving vanilla ice cream, so I got ice cream sandwiches. Mm. And I've actually had two for dinner the other night. Hey, well, so. I mean, sometimes you got to live your life. And at number one. Oh, is it what I think it is? The chip witch. Oh, no. So the chip witch is... It's ice cream. The push pop's not on there? That's exactly the one I was thinking. The orange push pop. Right? Ice the cream. Flintstone push yes. pop. Yes. That's the one I would have Take thought. Take your list. It's chocolate chip cookies. No. It's ice cream. No. It's both in no. a sandwich. No. From Grandmama to so Yes. No. I was so going with the push pop as well. Grand, Grandmama's Toulouse chip witch. <laughs> so good. Especially when you're standing on Main Street at Disney World and they hand you one of those. It's a little bit soft, but uh, really good. <laughs> Sorry about the push pop. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. The water cooler question is coming up here on In the Know. Did you know the inventor of revolving doors did so because he hated opening doors for women? Huh. Well, well, that's not very... I know. I'm, I'm glad he did it, but... What a crappy reason. Rude. I thought it was a cool reason, too. I enjoy opening doors. Not just for women, for people. Like, I'll hold the door for like anybody that comes. Now, I mean, sometimes if you get to one and I can't get around you and you get there. I'm not saying you've never, honey, you've never opened a door around right. me because you obviously have. But, I mean, if I can get to one quickly and it's practical, I get I get doors for you, but if I'm if I'm leaving a store and and someone it could be man or woman is coming in and like I can hold the door for you, so yeah, I don't know like what how how poor of a human must you be to just go? I'm tired of opening all these doors for people, know, right? We got to come up with some solution to that. It just doesn't seem to make sense to me. So <laughs> here's today's water cooler question: If you've not won in the last thirty days and you're 18 years of age or older. You qualify to win. We'll give you your choice of theme park tickets today. If you can be the first to solve the water cooler question by texting your answer to 270-259-6000 to 270-259-6000. And the question is this. Two in 100 people say they've never washed this. Two in 100 people say they've never washed this. What is it? Text your answer to 270-259-6000. You're not in the 2%. You're not in the 2. I'm not in the 2. I mean, I don't know this for certain, Whitney, but I'd be very surprised if you're <laughs> I mean, one of the, the two in 100 okay, people okay. that have never washed this. Oh, okay. Your third and, one's good. And to be clear, earlier in the week we were talking about washing armpits, and the correct answer is not armpits. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. So, okay. Okay, now your list is down to two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were at three, and now I you're at two. I would almost say, well, never mind. In Jeopardy news, Mayim Bialik and Ken Jennings will continue to keep splitting the host role. At least there's a solution to the ongoing question of which host, Mayim or Ken, will ultimately lead Jeopardy, and the answer is both. She will draw more of the plum assignments, and they will also work around her Call Me Cat schedule. Now, here's what I will be interested to see. For the last several months, when she hosts... 
Johnny Gilbert announces the host of Jeopardy, Maya Bialik. When it's when it's Jennings, he says, and now hosting Jeopardy is Ken Jennings. So will they change it? So yeah. they, they've been saying Ken Jennings is the fill-in. He's hosting Jeopardy, but she's the host. If they're going to continue with both running parallel, do they change it to where they both get called the host or they modify it to where hmm. Jeopardy fans must know? we gotta, we got to know what's, what's happening. Did you all know there's a reboot, a serial reboot on Amazon Prime of A League of Their Own? I think I had heard something no. about that, but I haven't. I haven't watched it. It all. It's eight episodes. They all will be available on Amazon Prime starting August twelve. I will tell you, I don't recognize the names of any of the actors playing any of the roles. Whether it's the famous Gina Davis role, the Tom Hanks role, the Madonna role, the Rosie O'Donnell role, the Lori Petty role. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody playing any of those, and maybe that's. There's a reason that it's on Amazon Prime. Maybe so. Maybe it's, as my friend Charles would say, terrible. <laughs> Maybe. Terrible. Live Nation is offering four tickets for $80, an all-inclusive, uh, all-in package for thousands of summer concerts. So everyone's touring. In fact, I had a list yesterday of all the great 80s acts that are touring. There have never been more classic rock groups touring but Live Nation is offering four tickets for $80, but here's kind of the catch. They're all what I would call Midlands. With everyone touring, concert dollars are getting stretched. Like they have to decide, all right, mm-hmm. do I want to see this act or this act? I can't afford to do <laughs> both. And so these acts that have already made commitments to tour, they're saying, all right, we got to sell some tickets. we got to put butts in seats and then rely upon the concessions to try and make this go. So don't expect anybody that you're going to climb over the next person to go see, but it's people like The Killers, Brandy Carlisle, Demi Lovato, Smashing Pumpkins, Carly Rae Jepsen, The Black Keys, uh, Bauhaus, Crowded House, Mudvayne, it's Courtney Barrett, Gaslight Anthem. It's, it's people in that tier because when you're out touring against – the Eagles and like or Def Harry Leopard, Styles yeah. or Def Leppard or whoever you got to do something to try and stand out. So they're doing those uh, those ticket packages. All right, let's run through these. Thirteen oh three new pillowcase was the correct answer. I said sheets. Thirteen oh three knew that pillowcase was the correct answer. You got to wash that pillowcase. Yeah, I was gonna say I washed. So, but I was right, you though, know, Whitney. I'm so you have washed your pillowcase, yeah. right? I knew. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 when I, mean, I washed my sheets, I washed I've my pillowcase. I've never literally seen you do it. I've seen her do it, so so that was my thing. So yeah. I felt pretty confident in saying it, but, you know, you can't make assumptions because, you know, bad things happen when you do that. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. We've got the uh, Point to Ponder, Pearl of Wisdom, and Chart Toppers ahead. That's here on In the Note. MB's Point to Ponder for today. This one might be a little hard. What was the best part of being a teenager? We were just talking about camps and kids during the break. What was the best part of being a teenager? And so I'll start it off because I've known a little longer this was coming than you all have. But the thing that I came up with 
was the ignorance that you thought you had it all figured out, but you didn't know you didn't. But it was like that was it's like, oh, I, I got it all figured out. Like the whole, you know, your whole life's ahead of you. Anything can happen. It's just that that lack of knowledge, that ignorance that mm-hmm. you knew everything and that goes away. I would almost I would agree with that. The fact that you had that and you had a whole lot less responsibility as a teenager. You know, I did mm. I thought at the time, oh my gosh, I've got all of this stuff I have to do and all this responsibility and I'm like, wait till you're thirty. <laughs> you know, and, and I yeah. my husband and I literally have this conversation once a week about, you know, when we were young, we used to think that our parents when they were like thirty and thirty was old and thirty was you had it all figured out. No. I think it was probably you fake the, it till you make it. I mean, I agree with that, but I think it was probably the beginning of freedom for me um i knew so if you if you are really saying teenage years at 13 i was already staying home by myself i was looking forward to driving um and i was moved out at 17 so i think for me it was freedom the beginning of freedom yeah yeah that um that that ignorance though that real problems exist on the horizon like just being <laughs> That that bliss we talk about ignorance is bliss. Yes, there's a whole lot of that, and a lot of it exists during your during your teenage years. I was talking with um, to your point, Whitney. I was talking with a friend of mine on Wednesday, and he has a daughter who is transitioning to college this mm-hmm. fall, and he just kind of you know he 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 surmised that in her mind she has more to do than anyone in the world. <laughs> I thought like, that way too. She's the only person to ever go from high school to college successfully and that had several things to do in order to make that work. So we kind of tend to think we're busier than everyone else and that's just part of the part of the process, I suppose. Yes. Uh, on television tonight, we'll get to see Big Brother and then Challenge USA, The Island of the Walking Sharks. Oh, we sharks are walking now. Mm evolution's really hurrying really <laughs> speeding up and then mysteries decoded on the cw tonight today's highlight in history this day 1953 the korean war armistice was signed at panmunjom ending three years of fighting president washington signed a measure establishing the department of foreign affairs Powering through- which was the forerunner to the department of state he did that this date in 1789 Then in 1909, during the first official test of the U.S. Army's first airplane, Orville Wright flew himself and a passenger above Fort Myer, Virginia, for one hour and 12 minutes. So the first military flight took place this date in 1909. Hmm. 1909 seemed like before airplanes could fly. Yeah. In 2020, the world's biggest COVID-19 vaccine study began with the first of 30,000 planned volunteers helping to test shots. Ten years ago today, Britain opened its Olympic Games in celebration of Old England and New. They even, I remember about that, I remember, well, Michael Phelps, I remember Michael Phelps Mm -hmm. in those games. Uh, That was kind of Michael Phelps' arrival. And then um, during the opening ceremonies, they did uh, James Bond, they did James Bond, parachuting into the opening ceremonies but they also had the stunt double who was dressed as queen elizabeth and it looked like the queen uh-huh. was paratrooping into the opening i remember that yeah. for whatever reason simone biles pulled out of the gymnastics team competition in tokyo a year ago today birthdays today norman lear is one hundy 
Maureen McGovern is 73. Bill Ingvall is 65. Hmm. You think anybody will walk up to him today and say, here's your card? Maybe. <laughs> here's your card. Maya Rudolph is 50. Alex Rodriguez is 47. Max Scherzer. 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 Scherzer is 38 today. Is he a Dodger? He was. Uh, okay. Jordan Spieth is 29 today. That's why I can't pronounce his name. He's a Dodger. <laughs> he, uh, does he play for the Mets? I don't know. Anyway, he pitches for somebody else now. He's got two different eye colors. That's how I remember. Mets, the Mets won game one of the Subway Series last night. Yeah. I was not very happy about it, but I'm that's sorry. okay. Yankees and Mets are both really good. I mean, they, they yeah, they're they, good this they, year. They could both meet in uh, mm-hmm. in an actual Subway Series again. Mm-hmm. Gone but not forgotten. Alexander Dumas was born in eighteen twenty four. Some people call him Dumas, and then some people call him something else, which I probably shouldn't say. Jerry Van Dyke was born in nineteen thirty one. Chart toppers today. My chart topper machine broke just before the this segment started. So. Uh-oh. Oh. So Whitney is going to sing the chart toppers today. Yeah. Bing Crosby swinging on a star, 1944. Okay. If I even knew what it sounded like, I yeah. would sing oh, it. Would you rather be a mule? That's what he says. Uh, it's been so long by Webb Pierce in 1953. Johnny Get Angry by Joni Summers in 1962. Mr. Big Stuff, Gene Knight in 1971. Olivia Newton-John, Magic in 1980. Martika, Toy Soldiers in 89. Will Smith, Just the Two of Us in 98. I can sing that one. Hey There, Delilah, Plain White Tees in 2007. And the Chainsmokers featuring Daya, Don't Let Me Down, was number one six years ago today. Doesn't seem like the Chainsmokers have been around for six years. I know. So it's hard to hard to believe. Thanks for coming. Yes, Glad you got I to be here you. instead of throwing people to, in jail. Yeah, well. <laughs> Whitney's been having jury duties. Yeah, just she doing my civil duty. Technically throwing people in jail, but she had the day off today, so she got to come here. And uh, so, yeah, thanks for coming. See you again real soon. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Success isn't the result of the amount of time you put in, but the quality of time you put in. Success isn't the result of the amount of time you put in, but the quality of time you put in. And be Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Whitney Carmen, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.